Hello, I'm Cameron Penamone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat. Buzzing. Ooh, it's 16 degrees out. Holy shit. Holy shit. I'm definitely getting an Uber or a Yeah, Lyft. please do. I will. Oh my god. That's disgusting. What Let's not fuck? do that. <laughs> <laughs> well. We're back. We're back. Like the dinosaur movie? <gasps> We're back. Yeah, I love that movie. I love that movie too. It's so good. It in 800 years. <laughs> Me too. I'm a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> anywho... But we're not talking about dinosaurs. No. What are we talking about? We are doing our first art supply review. Mm-hmm. Is that like, I don't know if we're going to call it the art supply review, like art. <laughs> but yeah, it's a material product review, review. Product review. Thank you. That's I the think. word I was looking for. Yeah. Art <laughs> product review. Mm-hmm. We haven't done one before. Or I think maybe I mean, we've, we've just talked in general. Terms. We've talked in general about like, art products mm-hmm. i guess art materials but not like, like honed in yeah. on a specific one which we have today yes so what are, are we talking about cam the gooch the gooch <laughs> our favorite word <laughs> the gooch the gouache 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 there's a new one i haven't heard that one the, the whatever the fuck you want to call it what does g-o- U-A-C-H-E sound like to you. Go you ache. Go you go ache. Because that's, cause that's how I have to say it in my head when I'm spelling it. Go you ache. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But we're talking about gouache today. <laughs> yes, and specifically the new Liquitex brand gouache. They yes. just released it. Um, the acrylic gouache we should mention. Oh yeah, okay, yes. That's, that's it is the title, the Liquitex acrylic, acrylic gouache. Um, I get it. I think it was just released like i don't want to say this month but probably last month like okay. it's super new but fairly recent in the art world seen mm-hmm. as like the art world's like when you compare it to like the makeup world the makeup world is always releasing new makeup to sell you like new right. collections and stuff like that the art world does not do that yeah not so much i don't feel like it is always like kind of like a I don't know, shocking, but it's always just like, oh, like there's something new. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, I exciting. <laughs> um, oh, and by the way, not in any way whatsoever sponsored. We are going to be honest as heck. Yes. Um, this, this, we, <laughs> this, 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 uh, we bought this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This was purchased. And um, I think the main reason we wanted to is because it is new uh, and like, it's exciting when a new thing comes out, so we want to test it out and give you guys our insights into it. Yeah, it's kind of rare when, um, like, a big brand releases something new. Like, it's not, like, every year. It's, like, always every two years or yeah. three. Like, I can't the last... remember the last, like, new thing. I actually can. Oh. Um, it was, like, the core watercolors from oh. um, Golden? Golden. Was it Golden? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is golden, right? That, yeah, yeah, it is they, golden. That was like kind of like one of the bigger, like, hey, we invented this new thing. I, I think because usually that was like something that we would see pretty much firsthand working at an art store. That was already there, I believe, when I started. Maybe it just. No, no, came it was in. after are you. you. Are you sure? Yeah. I, I thought it, it was, was already there. No, it was after you. <laughs> I don't remember. Ooh, I don't think we made such a really big deal about it. Mm. That was the thing. See, in the art world, you don't really make a big deal about new stuff because, you know, yeah. if you don't try it, then... I feel like you'd have to be in the know anyway. Yeah. Like, no, it's new and, like, whatever. At that time, I didn't really 
do any acrylic work, so I didn't know about golden, so I didn't know about their watercolor, so it was, like, a whole thing. Or, you know what, actually, the most recent newest thing was probably last year with the Utrecht Cadmium Free uh, acrylics, right? They were acrylics, but um, we can't talk about that, so let's just go. What you say there, (laughs) Just just a warning. Uh, Anywho, um, Liquitex squash. So... I don't know if you kind of mess with Liquitex at all. I know I, I really like them as a brand. I do have a lot of their acrylics, which I think is actually all that they make now other than this gouache. Um, yeah, they only make acrylics as far as mm-hmm. I know and paintbrushes. Oh, right. Yes, they also have paintbrushes. And like things to use to mix Just acrylic like, paint. Like, oh, they have so many mediums. Like... They're yes. very close second to Golden in terms of how many mediums they have, I think, available. Um, and they've been around for a while, too. Liquitex mm, is not, like, a newer brand. No, been... they're one of the older ones, for sure. At least 40 years old. We did not look <laughs> that know. far. Um, <laughs> we didn't do that kind of research, no. but that's okay, because we're not talking about the acrylics. We're just yeah. talking about the gouache set that yeah. recently came out. So let's get into it. Um, should we start with just like the general kind of details yeah. of what people can expect when they go to look for these sets in terms of prices? and? Yeah, so I'm just going to tell them what we got first before we break down to yeah. it. So we purchased the Liquitex acrylic gouache set, the primaries, um, and the size, the set that I bought um, was the 22 milliliter, which translates into... 0.74 US ounces. Um, and then the colors in here are primar- primary yellow, primary red, primary blue, emerald green, Mars black, and titanium white. Um, all the colors are series one um, paints, except for the emerald green. Yeah. That is a series two. And the, the actual colors in there, some of them... They're listed as certain ones. It is debatable. Yes, <laughs> as we that's found very out. True. But we'll get into that. Um, um, and how much did this cost us? So I believe that one, pretty much, if you look on Amazon or on Blick's website, it's going to be around twenty one fifty nine for that particularly particular. Sorry, prime primary set. Um, they set do have six. another primary set, but I think it's a two ounce. Mm-hmm. The bottles are two ounces, so the twenty one. Um, what was it? Twenty one fifty nine is for the primary set of six, but it has to be the twenty two milliliter, the zero point seven four. Yeah, so those are kind of small, a little bit small. A sampler set. Sampler, very much so. Um, I think we think that two ounces is the biggest that they have right now. As far as I know, it looks like usually gouache doesn't come in a big. That's true. Bottle like this set that we have, this like smaller whatever it was, I already forgot, 22 milliliter one. Honestly, that's like what you get as the extra large usually for most gouache sets like, yeah. where they'll have the white and the black in that size because you use a lot of it, or you might. Um, so this is actually a decent amount for a gouache. But again, <laughs> some debatable things there because um, I don't know how I feel about calling it a gouache, but we'll talk about that. So anyway, uh, individually... Because they are series, um, they do range between ten and fifteen dollars. If you wanted to get individual, like it, it depends on the pigment and the series that you get. Yeah. So if you don't know what a series means, um, different paints have different qualities. They have different amounts of pigment, different amounts of binders. So they get placed in a series, usually one through five or six. Yeah. Um, Not and, sure how much this goes up, but but the series one is usually. The least expensive whereas the series like if it's a five or six mm-hmm. then it's the most expensive because most of the time it has a lot of pigment or it's like a color that's really hard to make mm-hmm. so they do range from eleven dollars to fifteen dollars depending on the series that you get mm-hmm. and as far as we know reiterating again we think there are only two ounce is the biggest they go yeah so far we'll see so um yeah so let's get into it so we played around earlier today. Cam and I just like, what, like an hour or two? Mm-hmm. Like we just messed around and talked yeah. about our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, 
reviewed the gouache. Yeah. <laughs> so the one thing I do want to note is the packaging, because that's important. Mm, yeah, um, that was the first thing you'll run into. Yeah, so I, I think both of us feel like it's not the most well-designed um, bottle, especially when you have to open it, like, initially, because, um, so... I don't know how to describe it. It's like a bottle with a cap that you could move, like remove in two different ways. Mm-hmm. So if you twist it off, then you're straight into the pot. You're straight into like the pot that holds the paint, but you have to like open the seal mm-hmm. and that gets really messy. Um, if you just pull on the cap, then you get the little squeeze. Am I making any sense? Like, visually, is this making any sense? <laughs> it's like, hard to explain, actually, because it's, like, I haven't really seen... I guess if you think about, oh, there are bottles like this. Like, just a squeeze bottle, but this also has a second component to it where instead of a cap over just a little squeeze nozzle, there's also an option to remove that entire squeeze you, nozzle. Cam. <laughs> Cam's explained that way better. Just, but, but, like, and this is super nitty-gritty, like... Picky, so we're probably gonna be really harsh on this <laughs> but yeah do you want to talk about that three tabs thing yeah. that bothered you <laughs> i was just annoyed because every single time you had to open the little tabby things to the get seal there was the a seal. seal thank you see to access the paint you are also good at words <laughs> <laughs> good at words <laughs> um to, yeah to access the paint and take off the seal usually like if you're opening something that's protected it's just like one tab you just whoop, flip it right off this for some reason has three tabs and why is that annoying because you like get inevitably paint. get paint all over your fingers <laughs> just like even before you get into it it's bizarre and i hate it and i don't why did you do that <laughs> change it <laughs> um so so that was annoying i mean I, also i don't care about being messy oh and i had a note <laughs> about the <laughs> caps <laughs> yeah go into that note um cam's thought on the cap design situation is what i wrote usually i like caps on liquitex paints but i think the gouache could have benefited from a more traditional cap slash bottle or tube honestly which i mean i'm sure they could still keep the whole nozzle thing doing that it's just like this whole setup is just like a lot like come on i just want to get into the paint (laughs) yeah also so it's the bottle is squeezable so Mm -hmm. you're squeezing it out of this like little nozzle yeah so then there's the issue that you can squeeze you can over squeeze a lot of the gouache and then you really don't need that much It's, it's weird because it's like what's the point of that like i thought at first oh cool like you can kind of draw with it but you can't you can't because it you comes out way too it. inconsistently yeah. um which i think has to do with it being a relatively very watery paint rather than uh what i would imagine the viscosity mm-hmm. yeah um and also just a side note on the whole cap thing uh evidently they're going to change all of their caps to this system for everything yeah, we heard make. a little rumor that they're going to do that so um we, we're not really sure that's not going to work for the heavy body acrylic they're going to have to leave the heavy body acrylic in the packaging it's already in. Yeah. There's no way. It has to be a very, like, fluid, like, consistency for it to get out of, like, the way the nozzle's set up. Yeah. Just, like, just how I feel. Just Well, yeah, yeah I feel that. Because, like, if, as, if it wasn't a heavy body acrylic, like, I would just never use the nozzle. Like, I would just, like, throw it away. Like, I'm never going to use that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I would, but maybe I wouldn't. I mean, technically, you could throw you it could. away. You could. Or just refuse to use it i mean i have a tendency to twist so i always kept just opening the bottle mm-hmm. and just bypassing the nozzle mm-hmm. so it's up know. to you um it might work i don't know <laughs> anyway <laughs> do want to note that one fourth of the bottle is not filled for the mm-hmm. 22 milliliter um slash 0.74 us ounce bottle so when we opened it and actually looked at it I thought it was filled all the way up, so I'm like, oh, you're getting your money's worth, but then Cam, like, I guess popped the bubble or... Yeah, there's, that. like, this... You know how sometimes there's kind of, like, a layer of, like, the paint or whatever? And it does. It looks like it's filled, which is how it gets all over your fucking fingers. And then, like, if you kind of just shake it a little bit, it just, like, boop, like, collapses. And if you look in there, really, it's, like, literally, like, a fourth of the bottle is not... It's not filled all the way. So like a little annoying. Yeah, that was kind of silly. I mean, but based on how much we used it, honestly, it did last. Like, it's not like, I doubt you're even halfway through any of them. Oh, yeah, no, but we didn't just, use a lot of it. Like, it wasn't even full, so. <laughs> so, 
we just ranted on about the packaging. <laughs> but, I mean, that's important. Mm, like, getting, getting product out of a bottle is important as an artist because you don't want to be fucking wasteful. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to spend so much money on this thing. True. And then, like, you're wasting half of it already. So and that's important. this is doubly important for things like this where they are not water-soluble. Like, well, you know, you can obviously add water to mix it, but it's not going to pick up again with water. So, like, that's one thing you will find. Like, these will dry fast. So if you put too much on there and you're not using it as much as you thought you would, then you're going to waste it and it's really frustrating. Yes, <laughs> I agree. So... Let's let's go into it. Let's go into it. Do we need to bring our uh, paintings over painting. here? We got some stuff. I'm walking far away from the mic in case my voice sounds far away. Because mm-hmm. I'm picking up back the. Oh, that's a cool effect. So we we use the um, we use the gouache on different surfaces. Um, Try some different techniques. Yeah, and so we're gonna look at them right now as we talk about it. And so, I think maybe we can post some pictures yeah. on our Instagram if you want to follow along of what we did. Um, we'll try to be descriptive. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna keep this loosey goosey kind of format. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you want to talk about first? What were your initial thoughts? Well, I think probably just diving right in. I like we had different surfaces like stephanie said like different papers and i think we both started on a watercolor paper yeah um just to kind of it's super basic it it's sort of what you would use with the gouache sometimes like it, it should be fine for this because it's absorbent so this watercolor paper just to give you a general idea it's like a just a generic whatever i just had laying around but it's like about 150 pounds 140 pounds whatever um really textured it's it, Stephanie pointed out that it's almost like a canvas paper yeah. texture. Um, so definitely we were cold press. Paper. Yeah, definitely cold press. So we were playing with that, and right away, <laughs> our, do you want to talk about the saga of the blue? So I it's primary blue. I always gravitate towards blue. Mm-hmm. No surprise there. No <laughs> fucking surprise there. Um, and so I thought this blue looked really pretty in the bottle, it but does. when you actually lay, and I don't know if I'm using a lot of water. I don't think I was. I think I was using the right amount. This blue, and granted it's a series one blue, and it's a primary blue, so it's not even a real blue. I don't know what they're basing it off, what pigment they're basing it off of. Um, yeah, it's like, it, I, it's not really like an ultramarine or anything like that. It's, it's I don't know, it's just primary It doesn't blue. even look like the blue in the package, so it's like really misleading. <laughs> like, this blue is, as soon as you start using it, it works like a watercolor more than a gouache. So mm-hmm. it's just really translucent. I'm like looking at it right now. It's not opaque. It's, it's kind of patchy. You can see like the dry lines, like where it just dried too quickly and then I try to, you know, mix it again and like spread it out and it wasn't doing it. So I'm not very fond of the blue and honestly it kind of, I wasn't very fond of the colors that were series ones. Which is most of this package. Most of the, yeah, <laughs> most of the this, green. <laughs> most of this set is a series one. Um, what do you feel about that? Yes, I mean, I, I tend to agree with that because, like, with this blue, you can you can work it to a degree where it, like, can work for you, but it's... With little, no, like, you can't use water, though. Yeah. That like kind of defeats the it, purpose. It does not act as a gouache. Like, I in no way, shape, or form would qualify this blue, or actually, like, a lot of these colors, <laughs> as a gouache. Like, they just don't feel like gouache to me. Or at least what I'm... I don't know. I'm used to. I mean, they do dry flat, at least on this watercolor paper mm-hmm. they do. Except for, actually, as Cam pointed out, if you let it get, um, if you let some of the area get, like, more paint and let it dry, then it has, like, a satin finish. Yeah, if it's, like, thicker, you will notice a bit of a sheen to it. Um, there is acrylic. I mean, it is an ac- it's labeled as an acrylic gouache. But in my mind, the way this was laying down on watercolor and really the other all the other things that we were using like this is essentially just kind of like a soft body acrylic or kind of just like it acts like a watercolor yeah just like a watercolor like or an ink maybe because it truly does dry um 
like non-water soluble like it will not pick up if you wet it again once it's dry um so that is true uh, it and in that sense it can layer relatively well but it's just like I don't know it's not, it just doesn't feel like a gouache to me at all yeah we both agreed that it was pretty weak especially the primary blue mm-hmm. and transparent um, but that also makes it really ideal for mixing mm-hmm. and generally mixes well with each other so each yeah. o- each other as in like the other colors in of this the, liquid text gouache yeah in yeah. the set um But we did notice that some of the colors can be really patchy. Like, I felt like the black and the red in particular were super patchy. Like, so if you laid just the black and the red down with, like, very minimal water, fine, whatever. But the minute you start, like, trying to mix it or, like, kind of fade out, let it fade out into the paper, like, it gets, like, it it looks like it's breaking apart the pigment is and it Mm -hmm. just has this, like, patchy look. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit tricky to get like consistent mixtures with them. Um, and we did use um, not only the watercolor paper, we used this kind of paper that's similar to Yupo. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we mentioned that. Um, Yupo is like a very uh, plasticky kind of paper, so you can yeah, get really cool effects. And we also used canvas, a canvas panel. Mm-hmm. which. And I also used a little bit of mixed media paper too. So it's kind of like, I guess, kind of an (laughs) in-between. Like, so from basically, like, the watercolor paper, pretty textured. The canvas is canvas, so it's very textured and thick and whatever. The Yupo is the smoothest. And then, like, the uh, mixed media has a bit of texture to it, but it's on the smoother side. Um, It's sort of like a hot press a little bit. I think... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, actually, I didn't have anything to say. Go ahead. I think the thing that Cam and I agreed with um, as well is... um, So these obviously give a very watercolor effect, and um, they're not very creamy right away. But we did fall in love with the Series 2 Emerald Mm -hmm. Green. I think both of us can say that was our favorite, and Mm -hmm. we're wondering if it is because it's a Series 2 versus a Series 1. That's my sense. Um... Because that one was the most opaque. That one, to me, worked the most like a gouache. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the white was decently opaque. Um, it's hard, I guess, because all our surfaces were white. I couldn't really tell what was going on with it. Yeah, I mean, I was putting it over. Like, if you look, I put it over this oh, color there. Yeah, they are, this is actually opaque. I was just trying to spot it. But, like, you really can't have too much water in it. It has to be relatively dried, brushed on. Um so not ideal for, like, a correction white, but um, decent to mix and everything. Um, but, yeah, that green, though, I'm a fan. Yeah, and I guess it's hard to tell if it's just the green pigment, what's going on here, like, or if it's because it's a Series 2. I am, after after this, um, after tonight, I think I will go and pick up more Series 2 and maybe a Series 3 or 4 and see if the quality gets better because I am curious because I do use Holbein Acrylica and my gripe with that gouache in particular is it does crack whereas I'm noticing Mm. here this does not crack yeah my thinking on that though is that (laughs) I think it's because it's more like a watercolor yeah there's not as much acrylic in this which reduces the creaminess of it but i mean this green is so good (laughs) really like the green a lot the emerald emerald green um it seemed to work well uh, as a jelly plate print too yeah (laughs) cam why don't you talk about that because i am impressed with that but you also mentioned you mixed it with a different gouache too i did there was some other gouache in that but i mean i had used a primarily actually the blue just to kind of see what it would do on there um with a little bit of the only other gouache that i have currently is a utrecht gouache so i put some of that in there and i i really like that gouache i think it is um that's the one I learned on, and that's kind of the one that I always really liked. So the the result was good, though. Like the the I wasn't expecting it to to do as um, solid of a print as it did. I only covered like half of the plate, but it came through really like it picked up pretty much everything off the plate. 
and it acted a lot like an acrylic um, wood on a plate. So I was pleased with the jelly plate print version of it. Pleased as punch. Left, uh, is that the saying? Pleased as punch? Yeah. Pleased as punch. And it's not cracking. Even if I bend the paper, like, I can't crack it. <laughs> um, yeah, the jelly plate looks really good. So I guess if you're more on the experimental side, jelly plates work well with this. Yeah, this could be a good thing for jelly plates, actually. I, I would be interested in getting them probably just for that. <laughs> Um, they, and I will say, like, the green, I mixed the green with, uh, like, another color, a Utrecht one. That mixed really well. I mixed one of the yellows with a Utrecht one. So they mix well with other brands, at least, at least the Utrecht. Um, and I think using the, the Utrecht one added creaminess, so it improved the quality. I, I mean, I think more than anything, I just made a... A better tone or a different tone in the other gouache like (laughs) it doesn't I don't know I don't know if the other gouache is actually the subordinate here (laughs) I think the Liquitex one kind of is when you're just like adding it um but they they seem to mix well in terms of working with other gouaches and then I think I also mix it a little bit with just a uh another Liquitex just heavy body paint. Yeah, didn't you say that came out really good too? Yeah, actually, it worked liked, really well. I liked what it did to the blue. It fixed it, in my it opinion. Fixed the patchy, like <laughs> translucent. Well, the blue wasn't really patchy. It was just translucent and like really yeah. weak. Well, it's not patchy necessarily, but it just I feel like it is kind of streaky. Like it doesn't dry as sort of solid, which is fine if that's the um, texture you're going for. But like. This is advertised as minimal brush strokes, right? Mm-hmm. Which, in some cases, I was able to, but it was like I had to add a lot of water. And um, that was and the problem. It, <laughs> yeah, and then it just, like, makes it all pastel-y. Which, again, is fine if that's what you want, but it's like you should have the option for the range. So one of the things that I just want to talk about, and you you kind of mentioned it, I think, but we didn't go in depth, was the layering. Um, so in the, I think I saw like a commercial or, yeah, I saw a commercial, like a small, like less than one minute video of like someone like layering down, they were advertising it. Um, they made it seem like the paints would be so opaque that you can like, you know, make a line, like you'll, you'll have colors down and then you make a Mm -hmm. line and it covers it. Whereas when the only one that was able to do that was the green. And yeah. we're assuming it's because it's series two. Um, we're going to just talk so much about the green because we were happy with it. I'm enamored with um, The black one did it, but it's black. But right. like, <laughs> like the yellow and the red and the blue, like if you layered that after letting a different color dry down, you can see the other color, the, you can see the other color mm. through it. Like, for example, I laid down the yellow after letting the green dry, and you could just see right through the yellow. It's mm-hmm. not opaque at all. Mm-mm. It's a very weak. Yeah. And Cam did a lot of tests of that, too. Mm-hmm. Whereas the green was pretty much the only one that was mm-hmm. able to, like, 100% like co- cover through it, and kind of the white, actually. Yeah, the white sort of worked. Um, the green that's on there... Um, Steph's looking at a little thing that I I did where I, I did, like, a streak of red because it was one of the darker colors and tried to do the other, like, four colors over it. There's some green that shows through, but that was after, like, spreading it all around for a while. <clears throat> That's what I liked about the green. The green acted like a true gouache in the sense that it was, like, you had, you can get it very, very opaque, and then it stays on your brush for a really long time, and then it gets, like, you could do a pretty smooth gradient with it, whereas, like, <laughs> all the others start really light and just go to nothing. Yeah. It seems like. Um, damn. What else? Well, you had mentioned the black. the black. So, going back to the black really quick, not only was it patchy, but I started to blend it with other colors, too, a, a white. And the black is not a, advertised as a primary black. It's actually advertised as Mars Black. And if you know anything about Mars Black, Mars Black is named Mars Black. 
because of Mars. It's supposed to be a warm toned black, mm-hmm. um, like a reddish black, so that when you blend it out, it's more like a, I guess, a dark brown. It kind of mm, appears. You can get more of like an earthier yeah. tone or something. Um, this is not Mars black. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, on the cooler side. It's like an ivory black, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, um... When I mixed it with white, yeah. it would... If it was a Mars black, you'd have a red tone underneath it. This is, like, really cool tone, so I'm really confused mm-hmm. why it's advertised as Mars black. So that's like, another or, thing. <laughs> yeah, when you, when it gets this Mars black, if you mix it with white, it's, like, borderline Payne's gray. I'm like, this is not right. Like, what? <laughs> So we're not really sure what happened there. <laughs> um, you had one job. You had one job. Lucotex. Couldn't do it. Um, but, okay. So we're kind of being super negative about yeah, it. What, what can we say? <laughs> Honestly, though, even though I'm, I guess I'm being negative as in, like, for people that truly want another gouache option. Mm-hmm. This is probably not for you, but yeah. for someone like Cam and I, we actually... It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. We can actually utilize it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're being a little nitpicky right now because we're just like, yeah, if you really use gouache, we don't think you're going right. to be satisfied with this. But if you're more experimental like us... Mm-hmm. Then, it, yeah, I mean, go for it. It's it's reasonably priced for paints, I guess. Like, it's, it's pretty much middle tier, I guess, in terms of um, pricing. And one thing that I had kind of thought about when, as I was playing with it is, like, we noticed that you can get a lot of watercolor effects. And, like, one of the trickiest things with watercolors is, like, it's hard to deal with the fact that you will pull it up if you have water on your brush. Like, it usually is water-soluble because that's watercolor. Where this, you can get those effects without having to worry about that. Um... Yeah, so you can really lay down, like, a background, and then mm-hmm. if you want to add on to it, mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry. Yeah, it's not going to blend in or anything. It'll layer, but it's not going to blend. So, I mean, honestly, like, you know, you can get that same thing with, a, like, a golden, what are they called? Like, the high-flow acrylics, but yeah. those are really expensive. So, if you want sort of a more affordable version of that, I think this is great as, as a sort of an alternative. I actually don't mind the way it looks on this Yupo. This is this actually Yupo paper? Or is it I think like a it actually knockoff? is. I don't okay. know why. Well, I do have some knockoff Yupo paper, and then this I think this is Yupo. Real Yupo, yeah. So we did use Yupo paper, and I actually think it looks really interesting there too. You can get honestly. I, I feel bad because we were so negative about it. We were so nitpicky, but there are qualities. There's too, yeah. Qualities. Like this is cool. Like I made like a little mountain background kind of thing. Just by pushing the paint up into, like, two colors of it. Although I think that reddish color is the, um, what's it called? The uh, heavy body acrylic. So, but you wouldn't even be able to tell. Like, I was able to mix the gouache with a regular acrylic on the grupo. (laughs) (laughs) The grupo. God, I can't say words. It's really late as we're recording this. It's almost midnight. <laughs> oh, this is fine. <laughs> I think it's the latest we've ever recorded before. Um, but, like, it's that doing it on Yupo makes it very intermixable with other things where you really can't tell what the other thing was or, you know, it's interesting. I like Yupo. Yupo's not for everybody, though. Yeah. <laughs> not everybody I think likes it. Yupo is definitely, you have to be more experimental. Mm-hmm. You can't be set in your ways. <laughs> yeah. <'cause>, like me. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, like, Sorry. it dries weird. Like, that's not at all probably how you put it down, and it gives you these weird little textures and stuff. And it's, on Yupo, it is, well, there's some sheen to it, but it's the most matte of anything that it dried on. I do feel like on this, um... Mm. on this uh watercolor paper it's pretty matte other than the parts where it's just like, the, like it's almost as paint. though you put like a medium there like a gloss medium or something yeah. like and it just highlighted it but it's so that's kind of bleh, because like it can be a little inconsistent if you're not careful i guess um with absolute consistently spreading it so i mean or you just have some sheeny parts <laughs> I don't think it's really a bad no. um, product. I definitely want to use it more. And I guess, mm-hmm. um, you know, we are actually going to do that now. So this review is going to be 
this is our initial thoughts. So yeah. we're gonna, um, I think we're gonna stylize our reviews as in like we're gonna have initial thoughts and then we're going to work on stuff mm -hmm. with the product and then come back and see what we think about it afterwards. Yeah. Do you think we're at a good stopping point or mm -hmm. is there anything else you wanna say? No. Okay. So what's going to happen next, as I explained, I don't know, um, reiterate what I just said. Um, those are initial thoughts. So in the next couple of days, Cam and I will make some pieces. Mm -hmm. We'll try to. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to make some pieces. Yeah. We'll maybe use some different surfaces because I don't, I wanted to actually try it on wood panels and I oh. totally forgot. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to try to make something small and see how that goes. Mm -hmm. And I think I will pick up some more series, uh, different series other than the one, because I think we just don't like the series one's paints. I, I think, think that's what's happening here. <laughs> I think we might be more wowed by the series two going on up. Yeah. 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 Well, cool. We'll go away and do that now. All right. Fake commercial. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want to make one, it's all you. <laughs> all right. See you in a little bit. See ya. very first art fact segment um, we'll be doing going forward or trying to do. Uh, so these are going to be very short and sweet and to the point. Um, so today's art fact uh, is about Van Gogh, or as we Americans like to call him, Van Gogh. Um, did you know that Van Gogh invented pasta. Yeah, that's true. He did. He invented it um, in his uh, uh, teenage years. One of his lesser-known um, feats. So, all right. Well, that's it. That was your true art fact. Uh, back to the show. And. We have returned. Wasn't that so fast? Yeah, that was really fast. So Man, those quick. days flew by. Ooh. Actually, they kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> well, for the listener, it was like, seconds. Seconds. <laughs> it put some funny little noise there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my last few days felt, so. So what you thinking now after a couple days? Well, I'm thinking we didn't do what we said we were going to do. We, we did not. So life got in the way. I got a root canal. <laughs> a surprise root canal, actually. And uh, we we didn't have any time to make yeah. or do any art. But I actually did make art, but not with gouache and not with these gouaches. Um, I was commissioned to do something, so I was spending time on that. <laughs> so I'm tired. You're trying to make money. That's, yeah. that's totally fine. Trying to hustle. Trying to live that life. As can make some money, uh, <laughs> the like the money gesture, gesture. hand gesture. Um, but, yeah, but actually coming back and looking at the pieces that we did, like futz around with the mm -hmm. last time we were using them, my opinion has changed a little bit, and I think Cam's might have a little bit. I mean, it definitely because so basically to kind of give you a context, like when we recorded that first half that you just listened to, it was that was Saturday, so that was like three or four days from when we are recording now um close to a week yeah so we've given these things a lot of time to dry and there is a bit of a difference um i wouldn't say like it's less bright like it it dries about the same brightness but we noticed that the little areas where we were seeing some sheens it's not as bad actually yeah it dries a lot flatter than we were <laughs> given it credit for yeah but Obviously, if you do go a little ham with the um, gouache and you don't, like, water it down, the parts are, like, there's a little bit more paint and there is mm -hmm. a very subtle reflection from the light. Yeah, it will catch the light a little but bit. But it's not, like, crazy sheen like how we thought it was going to mm -hmm. be initially. It's definitely dulled down. Yeah. So we give it that. Yeah. And, like, I mean, the different services have... We have, like, the watercolor paper and the Yupo paper, and it's super... It stayed pretty um, vibrant on everything. Yeah, I just still good. think the green is my favorite. Yes. And unfortunately, we didn't Sorry. get to test that theory of, like, a Series 2, because yeah. um, 
we didn't do anything because I refused <laughs> to buy from a certain place, mm-hmm. all that jazz. Um, so I think the green still is my favorite. I do think maybe later on if I do get more, because I do want to use these. They're way cheaper than yeah. the Holbein, and they're not that bad. I really want to use them on the jelly plate more. I really liked what happened um, with that little experiment. And I will say that I was... Uh, tr- trying like the day after we recorded I was like okay I gotta get some now and I'm gonna look at some more colors <laughs> and I learned a couple things about that in looking for more it looks like uh, at least what I saw on Amazon so far there's like no blue that's a series two they were all series ones which so that was interesting because if all the blues that are series ones kind of react the same way that the blue the primary blue we are using um granted it does look better dry mm-hmm. i think i like looking at it when it's dried but it's still patchy same with the black it just it looks like watercolor mm-hmm. like the blue looks the most like watercolor not at all like a gouache <laughs> yeah like at all did we even like try to i think we did try to it looks the most like watercolor mm-hmm. it does which is nice and fine if you want like a watercolor effect but you might as well just work with like an ink if you're gonna do that I guess. I mean, it, you can stick with this. It's probably cheaper than some inks, so. It's definitely mm. a flatter water watercolor. Yeah, that's true. It's not as, like, like textural, I guess. But. So some watercolors can have a kind of sheen to it. Mm-hmm. This is definitely more flat. It's like, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It's <laughs> definitely more opaque and flat than a watercolor, but it has a very much, like, watercolor feel. Mm-hmm. to it well we'll put like the images check our instagram yeah. drunk art chat um or our facebook or twitter uh we'll definitely put some of the stuff that we did as practice yeah um, so you can kind of follow along didn't you also learn that there's only like 50 colors there yeah i was gonna mention that there's 50 at least that i know of <laughs> so so they only offer up to 50 colors mm-hmm. granted you could mix those colors yeah and uh, I would say that the primary blue, we were having a hard time, like, describing what kind of blue it is. And based on what I saw, it looks very close, at least from the bottle. I, I've not seen it in person yet, but it looks very close to their, like, cerulean blue. So if you need, like, a mental... Now that we're at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, now we're looking at it dried, too. Mm-hmm. So we have a better idea of how they look overall. Yeah. Um... The red definitely looks way more, um, not as pink. I I know this is mixed with the black, but I thought it was going to look way more pink. Mm -hmm. But it's not as pink as I thought it was going to be. That's true. This here down here looks a little more pink, where you mixed it with the black. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of actually kind of a nice tone. I like it. But yeah, um, so overall, what, what would you say? Would you... Are we going to grade it? Should we grade it? I don't oh, know how we shit. should. We haven't thought about how we rate I mean, cause, <laughs> the products. I mean, we could do out of five. Five out of yeah. five. Or do you want to do A, B, C, D? Like series? What do you mean? Like, like grading it. Oh, like, like grade actually... it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm tired. We just ate like 100 pounds of pancakes, so mm, whatever. fucking delicious. <laughs> They're really good. Um, mm, I mean, if I had to grade it. Do you feel comfortable giving it a letter grade or no? No, that feels weird to me. Okay. I think just number of ratings okay. are better. <laughs> well, that, that's fine, too. Um, You can grade it if you want. I'm going to stick with numbers. Okay, you stick with numbers. Okay, <laughs> we'll stick with numbers. We got to do this. Okay. okay. What would you grade it? Or rate it? <laughs> what would you rate it? Um, I think probably like uh, 3.5. Ooh, you're out of five much more generous than i am Hmm. but i mean i guess it depends what you really want to use these right that's where my brain is like "Mm." i think because cam with the jelly plates you know can see some you know i don't want to say redeeming but like they see some qualities that they like here like i would come back to these right like so you're taking into uh like consideration how often are you going to use this is this something really that you would put in your work i would play with it so I think that's probably why I'm landing on 3.5, but I'm still just not convinced this is like a true gouache. So 
that's where the loss of points come. We need to have someone who uses gouache more mm-hmm. than us. I mean, we love talking about gouache, but like, uh, we don't. I don't think it's our like one hundred percent like our go to. Sure. Um, for me, I would rate it a three out of five. Mm. So kind of close to what you rated close. it. Because I feel like yeah, it's not really a gouache. But if you want to play around with it and do some interesting things, like this is very capable of doing that. And for the price you're getting, it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we seemed really harsh in the beginning, but we were really trying to compare it to like an actual gouache we're familiar Mm -hmm. with. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you don't have a lot of money, you kind of want a general idea of gouache, but this does act more like a watercolor. Mm -hmm. You, You can buy it. You can. You can. Um, didn't mean to make it sound really snarky like no. that, but you know, like this wouldn't be a bad thing to pick up. Mm-hmm. I think this is better for people who don't, who aren't hardcore gouache users and just like to experiment. Right. Yeah. There's which lots is both of, of us. Yeah. <laughs> I think Liquitex is kind of known for that too. Like they have their line of mediums that are super expansive, and they're all about intermixing this and that, and so. I think everything that they put out is going to be a little different. I, I mean, I guess their acrylics aren't different, but it's just like, that's what they, that's their thing. Mm-hmm. Let's mix it up. So it, it fits. So, I mean, that's that's a pretty generous rating. Yeah. And, yeah, that's why I wanted to do. Because we could have said, like, one out of five, and then everyone would know we hate it. But, no, I think mm-hmm. we, we think it's pretty neutral. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much in the yeah. middle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think someone that's a hardcore gouache user would not like this. Mm-mm. They wouldn't be happy with not it. Not at all. And that's why we were kind of harsh in the beginning. Yeah. I just ref- repeated myself, but... Mm-hmm. No, I... Well, it's funny because I actually... When I was making the thing that I was making this week, I found myself kind of wanting the white that they have in this line because I needed to lighten up a color, a watercolor that I was using, but... I only have white gouache, and it was too opaque. Mm. So I needed something kind of more translucent. This actually would have been perfect, and I Look was annoyed that. that I didn't have it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I should have yeah. left it oh, here. That's, you no, would have used fine. it more than me. That's okay. I'm still, I'm, yeah, at the end, I'm still going to get some. Like, I'm still going to buy some of these, actually, I think, because I, like I said, I want to play with them. Yeah, so, I guess that's yeah. another question. Would we buy this? Would we mm-hmm. buy more to... I think to to use. To I would. Yeah. <laughs> we, we both would. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that was our first sort of product review, I guess. Like, it's on a very specific product. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you think. And if there's a product you want us to review, we can go get it and mm-hmm. um, review it for you. Yeah. So that you don't have to. Within reason. Yeah, within reason. I'm not reason. trying don't. to buy, like, an oil paint set. <laughs> yeah. Don't make us buy a purple in old holland because <laughs> one tube is like 90 dollars and don't i, I ain't about that, that life <laughs> if you want to gift that to us so we can try it that would be weird but we'll certainly uh accept it yeah we would have to <laughs> we would actually have to get a guest mm-hmm. on that episode um, we know some people and we do know some people but yeah don't don't make us use oil paintings mm. we aren't familiar with it no i think going forward um this just happened to kind of be like good timing because it's a newer product and it's like okay like we should review this because it just came out but going forward like we'll probably just review products either that we're used to or that we just have thoughts on Mm -hmm. um it's not always necessarily going to be new because like stephanie mentioned earlier in this episode it is rare (laughs) kind of for stuff to come out that's new because when it comes to art supplies people stick to the brands like you want to you actually want to use the brands that have been around for a while Mm -hmm. you don't want to use something that just came out yeah. At some, I mean, you do, but... You do. Yeah, usually. At some point, I don't know if you're... I'm just going to propose this mm-hmm. um, going forward, maybe as a good transition out of gouache. Um, it is expensive, but I do have some samples of, like, the Daniel Smith mm. watercolors. Yeah. Those are... I, like, already know I love them. <laughs> but I haven't really, I guess, like, worked with them in a way where I was thinking about the different... Uh, kind of qualities other than like they're so pretty and good (laughs) well yeah maybe that'll be the next one guys give us some ideas what you would like to see us review Mm -hmm. do you want to do crayola not see but i guess here like crayola versus like the nice stuff or whatever Mm -hmm. i'm up for that too like 
Yeah. Versus like thing. dupes and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. really can't dupe art supplies. I'm just letting no. you know. It's not like makeup. <laughs> Usually is never going to be. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Tell us your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com, right? I think that's right. Anyway, it's in the pre-recorded outro, so yeah. just listen there Just if listen you wanna. there. Yeah, what am I saying? That's anyway, okay. let's let's just end it. Let's just... Oh. This is Cam and this is Stephanie. Whoa! <laughs> Steph's ready to go. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> All right, well, it's been a blast, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye. Before we go, we just want to give some credit to Jonathan Stutz for providing us with um, their amazing music throughout this podcast. Um, If you want to find more of their music, including the song that you hear on uh, the intro and outro to our podcast called Rushing, you can find that at stutzmusic.bandcamp.com. And that's spelled S-T-U-T-Z music.bandcamp.com. Feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Drunk Art Chat. Yeah, if you visit our anchor.fm uh, profile, which is just anchor.fm slash drunk dash art dash chat, you can also donate to us. If you're already supporting us by uh, subscribing, we thank you so much. And if you are feeling generous, you are able to uh, give either 99 cents a month, $4.99, or $9.99. Your choice. Um, or if that, that link is too long to remember, just go to bit.ly slash donate, all one word. And, uh, you know... That money will go towards drinks and paying for our SoundCloud account and all, all sorts of good stuff. All right, well, until next time, I'm Cameron Benmon. I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this has been Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat.